listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I remember coming from Haiti growing up in Brooklyn on Flatbush where I got my first sneakers took in. Learned the game quick so I got my first device. Mom told me move to Jersey so we could get a better life. But little did she know a ghetto is a ghetto. Good time found myself like Jimmy Walker saying cello. Yellow cheese bus getting beaten if I cuss. Lay away another day in street leaves and let to graze. By the lyric Obama, mama tried to stop paranoid because this boy around my block neighborhood got shot name plates hair straight metal braces on my teeth fat laces on my feet when crack first hit the streets i used to push up on a girl saying salt and pepper push it push it these in the school because the music was my focus jokes in the class but when i learned i didn't pass and i knew it was my ass with my mother's leather lash belt buckle said nelly nell similar to melly mel hit this third with the beats rail make the gazelle sell hey welcome to the black guy with Tips podcast your host rod and and we are live on a monday night yes yes sir ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh let's get right into the podcast everyone um there's all kinds of stuff going on no, I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll start with the news. Why not? Things are happening. They continue to happen. We continue to be shocked. Um, all right. So, um, I guess the biggest news of the day, uh, for a lot of people, um, and I normally would put this in like white people news or whatever, but it's so big. I feel like everybody's been talking about it. Okay. But our girl, Tay Tay, welcome back to the cookout, girl. <laughs> Taylor Swift breaks her silence on politics, supports Democrats in Tennessee races. Mm, 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 mm. That is what I'm talking about. They was calling her the Aryan goddess, but now look at her out here just. I guess Kavanaugh was too far for her. She said it was too much. Listen, I told you yesterday. Well, I tell you, it's a lot of these white women that was in that like 42 43 that's just been quiet and they've been chilling and they've been hoping that it's gonna work out and they've been like right. they've been, these white they, women gonna come back to their minds they and they faith re- and they believed they realizing this 53 percent shit ain't no joke like this 53 percent is real as fuck and they aren't they didn't make a mistake nope with like, no error they out here with signs talking about we support kavanaugh and women for trump like these women are up front like yes i am okay with all this and you know i've already seen people downplaying it but i give props where props are due because unlike the rest of these hypocritical negroes i have something called integrity um so i gotta give her credit because um she was hating kanye way before you niggas did way before y'all started so already (laughs) she was ahead of the curve and a lot of y'all are her damn apology to be honest with you not that she gonna get it but a lot of y'all do um she was hating kanye and made it cool and then kanye said by the way i love trump and then y'all tried to hop on the bandwagon all late like you know kanye is kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. okay i see um and then the other thing Mm -hmm. coming out the closet as a democrat in the same you know approximate time that you know uh kanye came out of the closet as a republican i mean polar opposites yeah right before it's time to hit the ballots we need this energy 
so yeah i'm i'm super excited mm-hmm. she couldn't shake that shit off mm-mm, mm-mm. um <laughs> and t- to her credit the other reason i want to give her props is because it's way too many people making it seem like this shit is not a big deal and it's not a risk right y'all a goddamn lie and i know it's the thing where we just downplay anything because a white woman did it i feel you um nigga that 53 percent is all up in her fan base come on all out her concerts the- and shit she got her own fucking channel they watching it i know she don't know what the fuck results this is gonna be i know she don't know it's easy for us to be like yeah just mm-hmm, do that but she got supported in a lot of cases from a lot of people that lifted her up to be something that she didn't necessarily claim to be with this like idea of this pure white angel you know all these white dudes loving on her and shit um and she already kind of created some enemies when she sued that man for one dollar for the principle of you can't grab my ass and just get away with it come on um which i saw a lot of people trying to downplay that but that was a big moment as a feminist uh moment as well you know like a lot of people because it was symbolic it was more symbolic than it was anything else it wasn't really punitive Mm-mm. it was just about the fact that you did this to me and it is important that this fuck that like you don't gaslight me about this um so i thought that was cool she supported um kesha when kesha was suing um that dj luke motherfucker mm-hmm. like she gave her money and everything didn't say pat me on the back i told everybody nope i think it was kesha that told people or something like they got out somehow but it wasn't her um and then this shit man so and i think <laughs> i tried to say it yesterday uh listen to me now believe me later on a lot of white women had a moment with this kavanaugh shit i like shit got real for them is it late yes it's fucking late but guess what the day before it would have been late the day before that it would have been late tomorrow it's gonna be late at least you hear like that I, I had to really get to that conclusion with a lot of people and their views on life and how they treat people there's no hipster activism there's no hipster recognition you don't get extra points for getting here early that's not how any of this shit works so like it's just a way to keep moving the goalposts to stay mad at people and i'm saying look keep those same energy be mad i don't give a fuck but the idea of since you're since you just now realize this the fuck you had a moment where you just now realized something i'm not saying in the same vein it's something though whether it was trans rights whether it was your own sis had privilege whether it was uh your privilege as uh, an american whether it was your privilege as an able-bodied person everybody acts so fucking up their nose when it's somebody when it's some shit like that they been on but but real talk the point is you got here if anything it's a credit to your fucking work and to the fact that people do complain and lift up these things that people learn about them i like it's low it really is there's some things that really get under my skin about like liberal slash progressive like people and spaces and shit and that's definitely in the top five is the whole like hip like the hipster version of being woke quote unquote where it's like oh so now jay-z understands toxic masculinity yes he's 55 and he figured it out what the fuck else you want him to do some niggas never figure they die not understanding none of us owns a fucking time machine so if you you know and sometimes and that's one of the points of these moments a lot of people put a lot of focus on kavanaugh so that it will become this moment 
right the moment that somebody would be awakened to the state of emergency that the country was in in a way that they weren't awakened to a fucking week before that when they were like oh no they'll never elect a guy they won't <laughs> this guy's a attempted rapist they won't let him be a supreme court justice and then it's like uh yes they will and oh shit we everyone needs to vote we need to do what we can to support the candidates to get this motherfucker out of here and that's what you want and it's amazing how people complain that people don't do shit then when people do shit you complain about they doing shit you can't have it both ways either you want them here or you don't right and i don't i don't think it's a short like i'm sure she got a ton of money and all that shit she could die you know she could stop her career tomorrow and probably live off of that but mm-hmm. i don't think it's some short fucking like inconsequential feat to be like i remember the dixie chicks come on you know uh, a lot of people especially women when they go against their fan base and they step out on a limb that people are going to disagree with a lot of times it has consequences for women in a way that it doesn't for men not Mm -mm. that now hopefully taylor is above that level i would hope so so because i don't want this to become the thing of in order to have any principles you have to sacrifice your career i think that's a stupid ass um precedent and it shouldn't exist and i think the reason we're mad about kaepernick is because it shouldn't be that it shouldn't be that way so i hope that you know she still has that fan base that's like nah we understand and agree because i think beyonce had a long time till she had to come out that way it didn't just start off with beyonce like that Mm -mm. like this black ass unapologetic blah 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 all the all the buzzwords are gone shirts beyonce like it took years before we got that beyonce come on like it was like feminist beyonce and then it was like black feminist beyonce nigga like you know and, not be, the, and before that it was all the single ladies right like it was like it wasn't like hit it wasn't like uh i guess the best she didn't seem scared it just seemed like she had to grow into something right and and i think especially because of social media and everybody feeling like they're their own pr person we all act like we just fucking woke up understood everything start talking about all the topics and went out into the earth and spread the good word and that is not what the fuck happens no it is not nobody wakes up knowing everything everybody had to learn something yeah there's a step there's steps yes and everybody gets to the steps at different moments of their lives you're like hopefully you're reading books you're educating yourself you're meeting people you didn't know before you're talking to people you didn't have access to you're watching things you didn't watch before all of us should be a, a work in progress at learning all this shit correct and so when you end up with somebody like to me this is a seminal moment maybe people won't even be talking about it again in a week maybe she'll never talk about politics again i don't know but i do appreciate these type of moments because these things help yes yes they do uh particularly with me over the years and because we've had shows about it and we talked about it and things like that uh because of social media particularly with twitter because of social media and talking to people my stance on feminist and feminism changed and it expanded uh that i think if it wasn't for social media i don't think my my views would have expanded because that's the thing i've all i am a i'm a feminist i've always been a feminist but i i was like hey i'm behind everything but the name like just don't call me that Mm -hmm. you know almost like you're doing a job you just don't want the title 
that's what they want you to feel but yeah i mean i don't care one way or the other i think the ideals are more important than the label but i think right. there's a reason people don't want you to call yourself a feminist there's a reason that feminism is associated with white women for the most part and shit um and also there's a bunch of other labels you can apply to yourself if you don't want to be a feminist as womanist and all this other shit so um I, I think the label's not as important as the mindset you know correct but i do think it is um i do think it is a purposeful it's you know what it's like how they how a lot of black people are anti-racist they don't want that label of being pro-black being too militant black lives matter you know stuff like they don't want that label because that's too much and they know white people will sneer a certain way and be like oh here comes this motherfucker oh these agitators i'm so sick oh you're race baiter all you do is talk about race and there's a lot of black people that are scared of that label we see them all the time we do they get ready to say something about race and they have to do deliver this platitude before they even start talking about like now look i like white people got a lot of white friends they're scared essentially because they because they've been taught their whole lives that that is bad al sharpton's bad jesse jackson's bad martin luther king's good because he dead uh because he's dead uh malcolm x is bad nelson mandela's good that he's dead now but you know like it so muhammad ali he the greatest thing ever because he dead now because he couldn't talk and then he was dead so like they there's a subliminal message of like who we can idolize and what we can call ourselves so there's certain labels we run from even as we agree with every fucking thing that comes out of there you know and i think white women and in our age have successfully and been proud of being feminists and all this shit Mm -hmm. and because of the problems that come with white women and their privilege it has made it so that people don't want to be called a feminist because it's like um well people that aren't white women don't want to be called feminist because it's like no because i'm i don't like your privilege and i don't agree with your hierarchy and all the problems that come with white supremacy so i gotta come up with another name fine by me i don't care if you call yourself a feminist like beyonce or you call yourself a womanist or you call yourself whatever the fuck you want to call yourself but i think there's a a point to them wanting you to not call yourself these things um at any rate um i do appreciate a break in the silence and i think as a woman that has you know tried to claim the feminism label and all this shit that you know it's still a businesswoman still a capitalist you know all the shit that goes along with that all the negative stuff that people are gonna say um i still think she has a platform and a reach that her coming out and saying like yo um you need to vote and you need to vote for democrats is pretty important mm-hmm. um because you can't say that you were mad at her for fucking up and say that was important but then her turning around and saying something that you agree with isn't that doesn't make any sense no it does not either the platform was as big and destructive as you call it or it's as 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 insignificant as it is now it can't move people just like moving the goalposts she wrote i'm writing this post about the upcoming midterm elections on november 6th in which i'll be voting in the state of tennessee in the past i've been reluctant to publicly voice my political opinions but due to several events in my life and in the world in the last past two years i feel very differently about that now this is another thing i saw like people like oh so now you come around well if shit happened to her in the last two years that made her be like i feel differently why are you mad about that yeah i um we talked about it before for a lot of people people they don't like they're irrationally illogical about it like i don't like you and there's nothing you can do to 
make me give you credit when you do good and when you fuck up i'm be there when you fuck up and i'm just gonna be on your ass because i don't like you when people talk to me i'm gonna dismiss it and go back to my talking points because into the day i don't like you mm-hmm. and that i don't like you supersedes logic it supersedes reasoning it, it just doesn't make any sense and a lot of people function on social media with that if i like you you the best thing ever if somebody attacks you and drags you on social media i call it harassing and not a dragging because you know i like you but if i don't like you it's a dragging and drag on you know so i i've just kind of you know because i watch people and i uh observe people and so i've just realized that a lot of this backlash towards her it's just people that i don't like you and bitch there's nothing you can do to make me change my mind two things one they also want to be right correct i said what i said about so-and-so and you want to be right about it forever you don't want them to grow you actually don't want them to change you said that shit like you wanted them to like and they need to do this you didn't want that because then you have to go back live in some nuance get in some gray area and not just be so black and white about the shit and be like well nah i i appreciate them improving themselves learning more and coming out and using that platform to speak on that well that sounds like you said something nice about a person that you said was trash two weeks ago and we we have these categories of trash or not trash uh this type of trash or that type of trash but that's not really human beings at all no you know like the truth of the matter is human beings fluctuate various uh on, on various stances and various issues and various times in their life and hopefully people are trying to move away from the negative things they do and learn more positive and learn how to cope and all this stuff but it's a journey no nobody just starts at the finish line Mm -mm. um the second thing is this black people in general black women black lgbtq people we are a collection of experiences that does not afford us the luxury of ignorance in many cases correct and in some ways there's a jealousy a envy and a resentment for white people because they do get those privileges and we can't help but feel emotional about it that's why i don't try to say shit like y'all niggas too sensitive or y'all right. being overly this because i'm like nah i live a black ass life i understand sometimes it, it just ain't the day and it just ain't the person you look up and you see that person and you go well isn't that fucking nice you got to wait that long you know all the women that looked at jay-z and thought about the men in their lives that either are absent never came around came around late got 35 chances to be a good father or something and they and they can't help but not think of that shit and go well isn't that fucking nice you get the oh 55 and you're rich and you're married to the the best woman on the planet and you got three kids isn't it nice you finally realize you ain't shit you know but but at the same time like that resentment doesn't take away from the the growth and the education of this person it doesn't take away from their impact of their platform so while i may resent your privilege i appreciate you coming around and doing the right thing because the right thing is not to be taken for granted it is not a given and it is something from my personal belief system that i am totally set up to be like thank you appreciate you because not enough people do the right thing no it's a lot of people that see things and they could choose to do the right thing and they opt not to do the right thing because truth be told doing the right thing ain't always the easiest thing to do that's something people don't want to talk about doing the right thing sometimes means you have to sacrifice doing the right thing means you have to put yourself out there doing the right thing means that people will judge you people will look at you differently and 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 also doing the right things means you 
in certain situations you get put out of social groups Mm -hmm. you know possibility you lose money you know you might lose your job depending on the situation this do quote unquote doing the right thing so it it and it's country music awards gonna definitely be looking at her sideways right so it's designed to scare people from doing the right thing like the system is designed and people reactions uh are so negative at times that it's designed in my opinion to make people be quiet and be like look republicans buy shoes too i'm just here to make their money i don't give a fuck what y'all talking about i'm not talking about don't ask me who i vote like a lot of people are like i just stay completely out of it because i'm not trying to fuck nothing up yeah and i think it's also wild because like a lot of times liberal progressive woke people whatever scare scare people out of even being liberal they scare them like you like they don't court them they 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 admonish them to a point where even when they come around they're still stuck on but i got off on calling you a piece of shit so i don't like i don't like that you came around i'm gonna find a way to call you a piece of shit even with you coming around because that's where i feel comfortable i'm angry every day and i have to express it every day and i need targets every day and you were one of my favorites so i'm never giving you props on this shit um which you know that's how they float their boats but i don't necessarily think it's the most um productive means of uh of of gearing people into uh, getting people into gear that being said um back to her her commentary um she says uh, i always have and always will cast my vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for human rights i believe we all deserve in this country i believe in the fight for lgbtq rights and that any form of discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender is wrong i believe that the systemic racism we see in this country towards people of color is terrifying sickening and prevalent i cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to deny for dignity for all americans no matter their skin color gender or who they love running for senate in the state of tennessee is a woman named marcia blackburn as much as i have in the past and would like to continue voting for women in office i cannot support marcia blackburn her voting record in congress appalls and terrifies me come on she voted against equal pay for women she voted against reauthorization of the violence of women against women act which attempts to protect women from domestic violence stalking and date rape call her out she believes businesses have a right to refuse sick to get a service to gay couples she values uh i mean she also believes that should not have the right to marry those are not my tennessee representatives um is that right no, no, no. those are not my tennessee values there you go i'll be voting for phil bresden uh bredesen uh for senate and jim cooper for house of representatives please please educate yourself on the candidates running in your state and the vote based on who most closely represents your values for a lot of us we may never find a candidate or party with whom we agree with 100 percent on every issue but we have to vote anyway so my intelligent thoughtful self-possessed people who count who turned 18 in the past two years and now had the right and privilege to make their vote count by the way peep you gotta peep the subliminals the way that she's like yes that that person's a woman she's fucking terrible right so this ain't about girl power woman power no some women are trash look at their values um the other thing you notice how she said those who have just turned 18 them young the young vote she's trying to get them young and what do young people do vote left um she said so yeah to make your vote count but first you need to register which is quick quick and easy to do october 9th is the last day to register to vote in the state of tennessee yeah somebody was in the chat said she should have said it right before the um before you know the november deadline because you know the, the people 
in the 53 percent will be like they have a short memory but no 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 you need to be registered to do what she's talking about it don't make no it matter if, if she say this shit before after it's time to register and you just stuck there holding your you know holding your ho- holding your uh your, your ballot in your hand like oh wait i can't even go and place this so yeah you got to tell them before it's time to register uh get to go to vote.org uh and you can uh find all the info happy voting dope and then she put uh what is this? I don't know what this black emoji is, but a smiley face and a rainbow emoji. Uh, two things. Uh, number one, I like the fact that she didn't have as on her explanation. A lot of times when people give this, they're very vague. If that makes sense, they don't actually. They're not. They don't actually be like, "This is what I stand for." They might say, "Well, I'm voting Republican. We all have different." She's like, "No, that bitch is terrible. She's against me. If you're black, I'm here for you." lgbtq i'm here for you women's right i'm here for you you know you have to be blunt um and that's the thing people speak up but a lot of people aren't willing to be this frank about it no 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 this ain't no mistake she want people to know this ain't no mistake you know because a lot of times when you vaguely phrase things to try to and it's more towards white people when, mm-hmm. when you phrase these things certain ways they can kind of be like, well, she didn't really mean it. Right. I can kind of shoot. No, 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 bitch. You either get no, 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 no. I'm letting you know she did everything short of saying Black Lives Matter, Gay Lives Matter. She did everything short of that, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I like the fact that she was like, I'm gonna hit you in the face with this. I want you to understand this is not an error. This is not a mistake. I, you know, I didn't wake up one day and decide that. Hey, um, I felt the other way the other day no no i've always felt this way i just didn't express it this shit right here has tapped something within me that made me feel like i had to speak up and the thing is i wish more people you're not obligated to but i wish more people would speak up and the thing is this is what we tell white people to do and then people get mad when they do it she's talking to her audience she's talking to a younger audience she possibly even talked to some some of her older audience she's like hey get out there vote like this ain't no game y'all and the thing is she was like this woman yeah we both got vaginas but she don't care about yours like understand that and i like the fact that she called her out on her bullshit you know um i give her credit because you have to get credit where credit's due so i give her 100 percent uh credit for actually standing up and not sugarcoating anything and be like nah this was no error this was a new mistake and this is how i really feel yeah and um she's gonna lose fans behind this of course because that's in her wheelhouse them people are in her wheelhouse and some of them have made her their fantasy idol girl so it ain't even no misunderstandings about like and we don't know how big a part of her base that is but i do i do remember people chastising her because people were had memes around like this is the perfect Aryan white girl and she never spoke out against it she just was like yeah i'm not talking about that shit um and so for this it's a big change and a lot of them are gonna have to get rid of that fantasy um and then the other thing that's gonna happen with this is uh that i appreciate about her she gathering her white folks you know what i mean like she didn't try to delve into like and now let me start giving talks about race and all this shit she like this is my platform this is what i'm using it for this is my lane um white women i know y'all see this shit come on let like y'all my my fans y'all buy my shit 
go out here and fucking vote this shit is this shit is major major so yep appreciate it welcome to the cookout um taylor swift we appreciate you uh coming through you can't bring any uh potato salad or anything we got Mm-mm. we're just no, uh, that does take care of bring we'll bring, someone, bring some ice some plastic uh plastic plates and cups yeah you can bring the silverware mm-hmm. uh, um speaking of cookout this is another tough one for a lot of people but not for me that super villain elon musk mm-hmm. is making good on his promise to pay for flint's clean water wonderful mm-hmm mm-hmm super villains can do good too mm-hmm come your lex luther ass on down get you a plate to go because you can't stay now ain't nothing more important my me being upset is never gonna be more important than uh clean water to somebody in flint come on they've been without water for years without proper drinking water sure there's a way to shit on this too but i'm not gonna be the one to do it elon musk has had his fair share of questionable headlines recently but it looks like he's still out to do a little good in the world in the midst of julia's rush to save soccer team trapped in the tie cave musk stated that he wanted to do something about the water contamination problem in flint michigan now according to a tweet made by flint community schools he's making good on his promises and he isn't fixing all of the city's water issues but he's making a pretty good start according to mlive.com he's paying for all the water station and water filtration in all the flint schools that's a pretty big deal he's also asked flint residents to email their lead test results so he can head out there one weekend and add some water filters in the homes that need them the most come on the musk the musk foundation established by elon and his brother kimball in 2002 isn't necessarily designed to be a humanitarian organization since that focuses on research around space travel renewable energy pediatrics and science tech but it's pretty damn cool that the foundation stepping up to the plate to give kids clean drinking water it's sad that we have to rely on this something the fucking federal government should do right it's sad we have to rely on this but you know that this this administration definitely don't care mm. they, they've stripped funding they don't care they don't care that people die um it's good that he stepped up to the plate seriously um and shout out to twitter because he goes on twitter and that's where he got confronted with this shit i remember seeing the tweets people was like man you talking about taking a call to space it's people in flint that can't drink water or bathe what the fuck you just throwing money away and this is in the midst of him losing uh, that money to that fine and he still was like all right let's let's do this and i mean it hasn't been bragging about it on twitter or nothing like just started doing it like he said he would and that was the end of it thank you props same yep so some days it'd be like that man Mm-hmm. yeah uh, we just hope uh once he get all that stuff in there you know nothing no signs nothing go out and you you know mind control everybody because we know how lex luther do um mm-hmm. we, we just hope everything is on the up and up right he'll use them as hostages against superman at some point but look, come on in the meantime they can drink clean water and that's what matters that's what matters they'll, they'll be drinking clean water a hypnotized or hypnotized <laughs> um a mississippi sheriff's deputy wants to he plans to question r kelly under oath about the singer's alleged affair with his wife Amid the controversy over R. Kelly's alleged relationship with younger women, the self-proclaimed Pied Piper of R&B is facing legal issues over alleged relationship with another man's wife. The problem is that man is the Mississippi Sheriff's deputy, and now he wants to question the singer about the alleged affair under oath. 
in the new court documents obtained by the blast kenny bryant says he wants to depose as part of his lawsuit against the singer for ruining his marriage um and his life with the affair bryant says the deposition will occur at his lawyer's office in mississippi as it is one of the only states that allows a person to sue another for ruining a marriage the deposition will continue day to day until completed i didn't know that was on the law we're gonna be trapped in the closet apparently uh bryant filed trapped in the chambers Brian filed a suit against Kelly last year over the singer's affair with his wife. According to the publication, Brian married Asia Childress in July 2012 after she and Kelly had broken it off. But according to Brian, their marriage took a turn for the worse when Kelly re-entered her life a few months after their wedding. Brian says Childress went to Kelly's concert in October and instantly rekindled a romantic relationship with the singer. Oh my God. From there, how do you do th- what? From there, Bryant says Kelly carried on an intimate extramarital affair with his wife for five years and even gave her chlamydia in that time. Oh! Mm-hmm. In addition to all that, Bryant says children convinced him to move to Georgia, but he says it was only to be closer to Kelly. He says he agreed, but he was never able to find a job, which left him struggling financially. According to The Blast, Bryant says he did all he could to save his marriage, but ultimately Childress asked him for a divorce. Now Bryant says it's all Kelly's fault. He wants the singer to pay up for depriving him of his spouse, love, support, and conjugal affection. He also says he suffered emotional, psychological, financial loss as a result of the affair. In Kelly's response, he denied sleeping with Childress and demanded the case be tossed. My God. I just feel like they're going to put an R&B beat under that that trial and he's just gonna be doing that r kelly's talking explaining the mr trial. big mm-hmm. just gonna <laughs> like now i ain't trying to be rude but your girl wasn't feeling you she went to the concert nah it's gonna be it's gonna be that shit for for six days shit. I know. <laughs> oh my god um viral video of a russian woman bleaching marion spreaders was a feminist was anti-feminist propaganda what is i don't understand what's what that statement what's the man spreader man spreaders are people that sit on the train and they sit with their legs not crossed uh, oh them niggas that just take up three seats according to you know um the what people say i'm always kind of like i don't know i'm glad i don't ride public transportation and shit because man spreading thing is like i, I don't I think i do that i don't think i'm a ever be able to stop because like my balls are between my thighs i don't know if people understand how the anatomy works but like <laughs> not all of us can just cross our legs so easily everybody i'm sorry to let the world down but. and and it's not that it's just it's just the fact that um your own public transportation especially if it's packed and stuff like that and it's just one of those things but most people don't care but when it's packed they're like dog uh can you please move scoot something and them niggas like nope i'm taking all yeah. the seats yeah it's i think people make it seem like it's about the legs but i think it's really about the entitlement like correct we as men feel that we uh all space is owed to us so we want to sit down somewhere then then that's what the fuck we doing what so you know what i mean and move over no bitch i ain't moving you know that kind right. of shit let people stand and shit where they going yeah. dog it's a whole fucking seat beside you come on now right two men don't like sitting next to each other so they'll leave so a space blank or something i definitely understand the point you know and you would hope that uh in cities that really have a lot of public transportation issues like this that i'm sure it's a menace and annoying as fuck i'm sure it's as annoying as 
women getting on there with big ass bags and shit and putting them in a seat when it's like no nigga that's not a person correct i would like to sit down you right know? like there's a bunch of general etiquette shit that we don't have to get into because we don't live in a public transportation city Mm-mm. like that you know not that nobody uses it but it's just not as crowded that being said this of course was fake it was a video of a woman seeing men like on a plane on a train plenty of space around they're reading the newspaper no one's being like smushed out and then she's just taking bleach and put it on the men's pants that's stupid yeah and it was and it's oh, russian you said propaganda it's fake. yeah it's fake okay that and that will make sense it's russian propaganda by the way mm. like <laughs> i know they go y'all americans are dumb as shit yeah one of the men featured in the video said the whole thing was staged and the men were paid actors they poured water on us he wrote on facebook post sharing the video is now deleted profile that feeling that you come to the shooting with two spare pants and leave with a salary the publication also suggests that the video was shot by my ducks vision a studio with kremlin ties that specializes in viral videos my ducks vision has denied any involvement Mm. yeah so um it's pretty ridiculous agreed um and it says a lot that russia is anti-feminist and anti-democrats and anti all that shit mm-hmm. anti your black ass voting come on <laughs> um an alligator was found in lake michigan in the lake michigan near waukegan okay global warming is a motherfucker lake michigan an alligator it's not hot up there not supposed to be no they found a four foot long alligator in michigan the fuck ain't don't they normally do warm water yes they be in florida and shit that's what i'm about to say south carolina maybe they're down here maybe north carolina some places maybe you get you get in the right swampy place fucking michigan what how did it even get up there they take a plane (laughs) but yeah and they have i don't know uh yeah it's not every day someone reports an alligator in lake michigan the report is true authorities said the person who reported the alligator took a video of it slowly swimming in the lake near waukegan beach and showed it to the responding crews waukegan police animal uh control and staff at larson marine service were called to help remove the alligator from the water crews successfully rescued it and transported the alligator to the wildlife discovery center in lake forest oh when you know what when's surprising when them fucking pets you know how white folks like to get alligators and these exotic pa- uh, uh, animals they're not supposed to have as pets they get too big and they put them out in the wild mm, that's a good point i guess i don't know why you do that they they illegal for a reason they'll fuck you up yeah um it's an animal it's just yeah maybe someone put it out but it, i mean was it surviving it probably like, was like i said know, they probably had it when it was small or, or, or you know got it through picked it up in their car probably down here somewhere down south where it was warm put it in this car rode it up there and was like oh this is too much and then let it go and it started growing mm. well that's all ridiculousness uh all right let's see what else happened in the news that i would like to talk about um uh how about this bill cosby was slapped with a chicken patty in prison oh what's happening here i guess he didn't want any beef (laughs) 
<laughs> I guess they must have ran all out of pudding. Nearly two weeks after he was thrown behind bars for drugging and sexually assaulting former Temple University employee Andrea Constant, the 81 year old felon became the target of a food fight. According to a source, he was slapped in the face with an airborne chicken patty. Not airborne. Mm hmm. Mr. Cosby cracked a joke to another inmate by the infirmary, and that inmate was mad enough to take his chicken out of the bun and plunge it at him. Oh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have for the jokes. He took it out of the bun. Wonder what that means. I don't know. He's like, you're not going to get these cards, but nigga, you get something. This marks the second time an inmate used a food as a weapon. Uh, Cosby was slapped in the head with a stale hot dog bun within minutes of arriving in the initial jail. The way I see it, you have to be very angry to throw your meal in jail because I don't think you get seconds. Uh, no, you don't. Said. Mr. Cosby told us last week. Oh, great. Why did the article just disappear? All right. Um, <laughs> uh i don't think you get seconds mr Cosby told us last week the chicken patty was the best meal he had so far in phoenix so that says a lot uh though he's made enemies some of the inmates respect cosby of course home of the tips they're calling him the og lingo for original gangster never devil for white folks the og rapist uh in addition to notching on chicken sandwiches the shane comic tried putting for the first time behind bars despite being a jello pitch man for decades earlier in his career for the first time wow that's when we should have known he was a charlatan he don't eat pudding after all that shit according to the insider the criminal wasn't satisfied with the taste of the prison pudding um he told us over the phone over the weekend i was promoting this garbage the insider revealed it tastes like something you give a lizard who the fuck is this insider because now we know it's someone that's heard him on the phone there has to be a very small list of people that's a lot to even talk to him also like why are they conveying his jokes and shit <laughs> but like, he did a stand-up during lunchtime right. he, he said how come you drive on a highway but you don't get high on the driveway what does that mean guys what <laughs> um we were caught by surprise. He never asked him, "Hey, Mr. Cobby, have you ever tried putting it in or Jello?" I never saw him, and I don't think anybody else ever saw him put in the Jello. But I was pretty damn shocked when he told us he tried it, and it wasn't what he expected. Um. So, yep, hit upside the head with chicken. How the worm turns. Oh Lord. Up in there with all the people that you talk that shit about. Crazy. Right. Um how the restaurant industry helped overturn dc's tipped minimum wage hike i told y'all i was i knew it i fucking knew it i was like i guarantee you it was money behind this shit mm-hmm. yeah they pay people to vote against that shit uh and they have a chart of how much everybody got paid and guess what guys everybody that got paid was the people that voted against the raising the, the minimum wage for tip people and the people that didn't get no money guess what happened there they didn't vote for it ain't that crazy y'all ain't that crazy um yeah so the lawmakers behind the recent repeal the minimum wage ballot initiative in washington dc received thousands of dollars in contributions from the restaurant industry raising doubts about their motivation for rolling back the popular measure the dc city council voted this week to overturn initiative 77 a ballot measure that would have raised tip minimum wage in the nation's capital to 15 dollars an hour by 2026 the initiative itself passed by the 11 point margin in june bolstered by support of the predominantly african-american precincts but 
a group of legislators led by democratic council chairman phil mendelson quickly moved to repeal the ballot initiative citing economic concerns and opposition from small businesses which culminated in the week's vote an analysis of campaign finance disclosures from the past two election cycles by think progress think progress and the watchdog group public citizen finds that the dc restaurant industry and its lobbyists have contributed more than two hundred and thirty six thousand dollars to the campaigns of current council members and dc mayor muriel bowser uh who also opposes initiative 77 more than half of those contributions went to just three people mayor bowser council chair mendelson and former mayor vincent gray another initiative 77 opponent who now sits on the council yep uh what i find interesting here is that amount of money ain't shit for them because paying people a fair wage is much more expensive so to a restaurant this is a no-brainer and that's all it costs right all it's gonna cost us is a quarter million dollars to offset uh, millions of dollars in paying people yeah we'll do that and they're easily bought Mendelssohn was perhaps the most prominent opponent to raising the tip minimum wage in the nation's capital Mendelssohn argued that the oppo- he opposed the bill based on because of worker opposition i've never seen legislation like this purported to help individuals to help workers Mendelssohn told reporters ahead of the repeal vote what i see over and over is workers who are fearful that their jobs will be hurt that their wages will be reduced documents from the dc office of campaign finance obtained by think progress show Mendelssohn received substantial campaign contributions from the restaurant industry along with individuals and packs aligned with it contributions and that coincided with the legislation's passage through uh the council on march 23rd two weeks after the dc board of elections approved the ballot initiative the restaurant industries pack food service pack donated maximum the maximum amount of fifteen hundred dollars directly to Mendelssohn's campaign the same day also marked a flurry of contributions from industry leadership john snedden a restaurant owner and former chair of the restaurant association of metropolitan uh, metropolitan washington donated the maximum amount as did mindful restaurant group a local chain that runs nine high-end establishments greg caston another ramw board member and the owner of tony and joe seafood and ivy city smokehouse gave a thousand so they just said yeah we'll all give the maximum or whatever you know close to it and that'll reward him for turning the shit in our favor because <sighs> we don't want to treat our employees right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. meanwhile of course the people behind wanting the bill to pass they don't have these lobbying groups like this they don't have this money to put in these guys pockets and they're literally for the people and the people voted for it not only that most of the people can't even fucking live in dc most of these people that we're talking about that will be affected can't afford to live there they live in the surrounding area because it's so fucking high to live there Mm -hmm. you have to bus in you have to ride the metro in you have to come out from virginia like you have to come from these surrounding areas and fight traffic and deal with metro just to get to this job Mm -hmm. well i hope people are paying attention when it's time to vote for city council come on trying to tell you vote day asses out like examples need to be made um let's see what else happened uh snoop Dogg to kanye and trump fuck you and fuck him well all right straight to the point i guess that's all that needs to be said yeah, tell us how you would feel you know it's funny right because like snoop dog my whole life has made a living like you know 
talking about pimping and being a gangster and literally had a trial for murder uh at one point um but we've we're at a point where i'm like listen that preppy motherfucker from chicago gotta go and uncle snoop say uh <laughs> get the fuck out and i'm like yep mm-hmm <laughs> like i don't yeah. know he like he he's an example of somebody that went from america's most hated one of america's most hated to uh we love you uh shows yeah. with with martha stewart mm-hmm. and like he is like everybody's favorite old black uncle now and i don't know his politics Mm-mm, ain't got to know i don't know shit about snoop's politics other than he probably for legalizing weed you know it you know but yeah he's in an interview um and he uh said i don't give a fuck i tell him straight up motherfucker if you hit if you like that nigga you motherfucking racist snoop snoop Dogg began an interview with dj sus uh one of serious accent on serious xm fuck you and fuck him now what <laughs> come on old and black <laughs> loop dog drew criticism from trump supporters last one year one thing about old black people they don't give a high i'm gonna die anyway i don't give a hot damn this is how i feel yeah he he rained off terrence this shit he was like i don't say, care what are you gonna do fuck a nuance fuck him fuck you shut the fuck up because it's stupid he, last year he had that video where he shot a clown dressed as trump with a toy gun in a music video and everybody got mad at that and trump slammed the rapper speculated he should have faced jail time um so yeah uh, he went on to discuss how he felt everyone respected everything prior to trump taking office in 2016 he drew the lines before him there were no lines everybody was everybody was respected everything we didn't trip but snoop Dogg then went on to say he feels trump supporters including west are condoning racism they are kanye too nigga don't forget about him too fuck you too he said throw him in the bag too because he right there with the motherfuckers west <laughs> this shit is beautiful west caught black earlier this year at the phrase of trump in a series of tweets sharing a photo of himself donning to make america great again hat and suggesting in an interview with that slavery sounds like a choice he has since apologized for the way he may have hurt some people's feelings with his actions um yeah we remember playing that clip mm-hmm. um, yeah um he said that happens sometimes when people are i'm not blaming mental health but i'm explaining mental health he says so yeah i don't know like snoop like the thing with with kanye's mental issues and shit i don't feel comfortable necessarily talking about that Mm-mm. but his political stances are trash and that much i like i don't feel like i'm uh overstepping my bounds or whatever to say like the things coming out of his mouth about politics even if they could possibly be related to mania are not good and i can't imagine anything positive coming from it and while i might not feel that kanye is necessarily um the thought leader and necessarily the uh i don't think he's the demagogue that people are painting him to be necessarily i'm i would be i would be stupid to say he has no impact i'd be stupid to say it doesn't matter what he says i'd be stupid to say people don't listen to him because that's not true because the way i feel about like candace owens is people shouldn't be listening to her i wouldn't even know who the fuck she was it wasn't for angry people telling me about her all the time but apparently some people do listen to her and kanye was one of those people and look what she did she got him on board so maybe these people do reach folks 
with all this vitriol and venom that they spew all the time and there has to be something said for that so yeah i, I but I, I mean i'm not really here with some of the shit that people say about kanye because like i said but yeah I, I don't think it's deniable that his words could be having an impact on certain people and that's not good correct the same way taylor swift's comments matter and her platform matters and her using it matters i can't then turn around and say kanye's platform doesn't matter at all it definitely matters right um all right uh leslie jones fired back at kevin hart and cat williams both them niggas need to keep my name out their mouth unless they using it to eat my pussy man it's a valid i understand that's not i mean she summed it up pretty good last week cat williams fired off a vicious attack on rising comedians such as tiffany haddish Lil rail gerard carmichael and more six days later kevin hart took to the breakfast club to set the record straight and ultimately put williams in his place but now a third party has joined in the beef between the two comedy icons and she just wants both men to keep the, her name out of their mouths um in a statement to bossip snl comedian leslie jones addressed hart's recent claims that she alongside melanie camacho and lunell were all under the umbrella of cat williams um despite hart's attempt to prove williams failed to use his platform to bring those who come who came up with him uh oh i guess those who he came in with up i don't know what that sentence jones did not take kindly to her name being mentioned at all real talk both them niggas need to keep my name out their mouth unless they using it to eat my pussy real talk jones said according to the publication none of those niggas put me on or any woman while we talking about cat what did he do to put women on he didn't help females they wasn't on his tour fuck that nigga at least cat put me on his tour she continued uh kevin could have put me on a long time ago uh but he never respected me or my comedy and trust i could call his card he know i can both kevin and cat was the same the same to women like all these niggas in the game shitty and still is women have never had it good at least cat put women on his tour or shows how many shows back in the day didn't have a woman on them kevin that motherfucker told me one time i would never make it as she continued she said neither of them put her on in fact she said it was actually chris rock so i'm calling all cars i ain't gotta lie i made it without either one of them chris rock was the one who put me on and neil brennan a white comic slash writer not them and i still have to to work my fucking ass off to make it happen so nobody's telling the truth she continued everybody everyone needs to shut the fuck up before i tell what's really real and they all know i know i haven't said shit about anyone and if i do i keep it real and respectful and honest that's what's upsetting me is anybody saying anything shut the fuck up and do your fucking job because this ain't it while y'all on columns down on each other and lying on each other no one is telling jokes shut up and do your fucking job keep my name out your mouth i don't talk about any of you shit an icon a queen a legend uh that's why i go up for leslie your fave could never that's the realest shit ever um i especially love how she was like y'all niggas call yourself supporting women but y'all ain't really putting them on like both of y'all doing the bare minimum and then trying to take all the credit like how about stop using women as like some type of uh you know dick measuring contest that's what it is because it's about <laughs> them and not really about the women you know look at what i do for women well look at what i do for women like 
well have if if you had all that street cred with all these women they'd be the ones telling y'all talking about don't you talk about kevin hart don't you talk about Mm -hmm. cat williams but these women ain't the ones talking i still ain't heard from lunell or any of them Mm -mm. you know all that shit that came up with tiffany haddish was some inside baseball shit same thing when he talked about all those brothers being unattractive as comedians that's some inside baseball shit you know he tried to have that conversation in the public space and that wasn't the space for it you know and uh kevin hart was uh and, and the thing is kevin hart gave tiffany haddish money he had her on this tv show i believe so it's not that these motherfuckers have never done anything for anybody but they there's this thing that a lot of people of privilege do in this case men with women what they like to call doing the fucking um reciprocating for your talent they like to act like that was charity right but it's not charity you hired a talented woman to be on your tv show she brought the talent and the funny you brought the money it turns into an opportunity that's not a favor you did you see what i'm saying they earned that spot and so by turning it into a favor off jump you automatically make it seem as if well i'm in the position of power and i could have picked anyone to do what you do you are your talent is not unique i'm the only unique talent here is your your work isn't hard everyone works as hard as you you're you know you're not that funny everybody's funny i could have picked anyone so like once you put it in that type of phraseology it is like it's insulting it's insulting you know it's like saying i had affirmative action for women like i put women on my tour it's like yeah but you put the women on your tour because you're funny you know what you would never say i put men on my tour because the assumption is that men belong on the tour because they're funny and they they're comedians and they should be able to do stand-up and my thing is this you're not obligated nope they're not saying that you're obligated to put women on your tour the problem is that you're bragging about it and the reality is that your your you know the uh your stats and statistics don't match up with all this bragging you doing yeah and this conversation don't have nothing to do with that Mm-mm. that's what leslie jones like man stop bringing my name up it don't have nothing to do with y'all like i work hard for my career the people that help me i will give them props not the other way around where they go look how much i helped you you know it's not even about not being grateful it's just the fact that i like you don't demand this gratitude from other men right you know and not to mention when you put a man on tour what exactly do you do for them because if i'm not mistaken red grant or whatever is cat williams like comedian right now and he's got to do headlining shows and he's supporting him he's going to the interviews with him he's doing like that whole interview that cat williams took over was about that dude ray grant Mm. and everybody was trying to promote him coming out to his show that night so are you doing that for the women too are you bringing linnell in the radio station and y'all come out linnell's touring i'm I'm just supporting her you know i'm just putting up the money and using my connects to make sure she becomes a star or are you just like she open for me it's a difference you know so it's like who do you invest in it's like rick ross i I, if a woman signed the maybag i mean i'm gonna be fucking her okay well are you fucking gunplay did you fuck omarion did you fuck wale oh you don't need to fuck them to do right by them with their contracts and shit they just get automatic respect from day one like that's the difference you know so I, i i think leslie once again leslie was just on it man she can't believe some people don't like her she is the shit i love her 
and then my favorite thing about her much like tiffany haddish really don't have a bad word to say about nobody just leave her the fuck alone that's all she asked and she's and, and leslie got that like you know how fucking hard i be trying to, to just like be a clown for a living that's what the, that's my lane that's what i do for a living i know when y'all see me y'all want to see some jokes y'all want to see somebody just be silly give you something to laugh at i know that's what i do for a living you know try to have fun and then y'all motherfuckers want to drag me into the who got the biggest i help black women dick that don't got nothing to do with me come on man um all right let's see what else happened um uh i'll do one no 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 no. i'll save some of this for tomorrow with jl covan let's get into uh fucking with black people real quick yeah we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fuck with the winning sign points scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us today senator jeff flake he has a son and he apologized for his teen son's slur-filled Twitter Facebook postings. Uh, he's a devout Mormon and a family man, and he has apologized for homophobic, racist, and anti-Semitic comments posted online by his teenage son. Apple tree. The high schooler, <laughs> Tanner, of course his name is Tanner. Of course. What else would it be, I guess, right? Right. <laughs> uh he's like i couldn't think of a whiter name uh tanner uh posted offensive remarks in february and march in one message he threatened the f-word who stole his motorcycle from a church parking lot and frequently used the n-word in a series of facebook postings the republican lawmaker said he was very disappointed in the son's online behavior mm. mm-hmm. i feel like if i look long enough jeff flake has said trayvon martin was a stud for his online behavior but okay Right. i'm not even gonna google it i just believe this language is unacceptable anywhere needless to say i've already spoken with him about this and he has apologized and i apologized as well okay yeah uh he apologized to you privately the gop politician recently brought his son tanner into the spotlight by publicizing a survival expedition they had embarked on making public the father-son bonding experience on his facebook page tanner is the whitest name because it literally is the thing they do to stay dark right Mm, wow <laughs> it really like i think that's why it sounds the whitest i'm a tanner i have to do this to stay to not this be all what i do white. for a living i'm so white i had to name my son tanner okay uh, uh, have you uh, met my son tan mm-hmm. um the tanners of flakes offensive twitter posts were originally reported by buzzfeed to the f word stole my dirt bike from the church pocket lot i will find you i'll beat the crap out of you his twitter handle is at t flaky i'm down to own some f words he wrote in february in a tweet directed to another twitter user his tweets also included an anti-semitic message during the undisclosed directed at undisclosed twitter user say something hilarious and i guarantee you will say it louder and get out of credit jew in a series of facebook posts in riddle the f 
the f word and the nigger the boy also bragged about his famous dad he boasted that he could talk to his father about a crappy bill his facebook friend was protesting buzzfeed also reported that the teenager used a screen name nigger killer in fun fun run a gaming app in which he was active there is on the team one of flakes brood of five children has since locked his twitter account angry constituents soon took to senator's facebook page to voice their outrage shame on you your sons and uh, okay they were probably just uh democrats i'm sure none of his republican people had a problem with it okay give a fuck i wonder where he learned it from heard it from you dad you okay i learned it from watching you zero to 100 karen but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those nigger rats and anyone else really that doesn't have pure white aryan blood running through their veins i'm happy to be talking to a true white american god bless white america yeah i give it a give it a 50 it's kind of par for the course mm-hmm. all right a historic murder conviction of a chicago cop in a city sigh of relief with an entire city watching convicted murderer jason van dyke was taken into sheriff's custody friday escorted for the courtroom at chicago excel businesses closed early and commuters scurried out of downtown for fear that riots for the fear but the fear riots never materialized protest too oh there was like just in case it don't go right everybody leave downtown we are uh it's funny right we as a as a people chicago as a city and a municipality understand the likelihood of a miscarriage of justice and the likelihood of the rage that ensues so much that they literally planned around it like it was a half day at work like it was a parade they was like you know what Mm-mm-mm. everybody you got to use your pto time or use it unpaid we're closing down at 12 o'clock today what we're closing down at 12 o'clock like what does that say about our justice system quote unquote that um uh, they were that prepared for the out for the likely outcome that this officer who was who's keep in mind the killing was caught on tape they were that prepared that they were like yeah so they're probably not gonna convict them so let's go ahead and put yeah. black owned on the front of this come on we care about the safety of all our employees go ahead and get out to town uh yeah we we got you you want to see company support black lives matter let an impending riot be on the wind think they won't put that shit on the front door black lives matter over here to icvs okay come on the uh there was the uh when the shit happened here with the shooting here the shit was on the other fucking side of town there was no way in the world it was gonna get over here and honey they was like we got the clothes i was like bitch ain't nothing happening over here um inside the courthouse special prosecutor who won van dyke's conviction predicted chicago would heal from the wounds inflicted from the video recorded shooting death of 17 year old laquan uh, mcdonald because this case was never about one cop police scandals in chicago have come and gone but since the court ordered release of a police dashboard camera video showing van dyke shooting mcdonald as as he walked down the southwest side street holding a knife the city has faced a political and social reckoning unlike any in recent decades police superintendent gary mccarthy was fired voters ousted cook county state attorney anita alvarez mayor Rahm emanuel opted not to run for re-election three other chicago police officers have been charged with conspiring to cover up what really happened on pulaski road on the night of october 20th 2014 and all are slated to go to trial late next month come on you tell me voting don't goddamn matter come on get them to though get them to you know what i mean right they the cover-up to me is almost worse than the the murderous act 
because it takes more than one cop to fight for these cover-ups and shit they lie they forge stories they they fake being witnesses and if police have no integrity then we can have no faith in policing the and and the police should be as outraged as we are citizens they should a good cop should be upset he should be livid at the miscarriage of justice that goes on within in his name and through his badge but you just do not see these motherfuckers so somebody gotta go to jail and not just this one dude Mm-mm. cover up people need to go to jail too right you was complicit hold people accountable if this was a robbery and that black boy robbed somebody and three people was in the car with him guess what they all getting charged with robbery robbery or excessive to ro- accessory to robbery and in some states if he would have got murdered if he the cops would have killed him his friends would have got charged with his murder right so so yeah to to think that there's a situation like this where the other cops could get off and especially after this conviction i don't want to hear that shit so i hope they get them all and uh yeah shout out to the people of chicago to putting the pressure because i still remember seeing all the people on twitter and stuff talking about you know chicago politics all the time black people and the activism and being in the street shit chicago's one of them places where trump tried to have a rally and it was a fight right that was like the, the the fuck you ain't they was outside like we ready we ready <laughs> well it's chicago so probably like smoking all hey in the middle of the barn but they was doing something they was out there ready to throw it hands. was a chant and that's all you need to know it was fisticuffs so uh zero to a hundred zero yeah uh i give zero for the conviction obviously i'm fuck with as a black person but of, of course i'm course. not gonna attribute that to this specific mm-hmm. story because normally it's zero justice a student who refused to pl- uh, stand for the pledge of allegiance was expelled texas attorney general back school when india landry was expelled for refusing to stand during the pledge of allegiance her mom launched a legal battle against houston school but texas attorney general was fighting against her um months after a student was expelled for refusing to stand for her school's pledge of allegiance the texas attorney general is intervening on the school's behalf the mother of winfer of the winfern high school senior india landry launched a legal battle against the houston area school saying her daughter hasn't been able to practice free speech wasn't able to practice free speech india now 18 was sent home last year after sitting during the pledge her mother kizzy landry said she came to pick up India. The school provided little details of why her daughter was kicked out. Later, the principal told the mother she can't come to come to my school if she won't stand for the pledge. India said she sat during the pledge for this incident and it wasn't punished. I don't think that the flag is what it says it's for, for liberty and justice and all that. It's not obviously what's going on in America today, India said last year. According to Texas law, students must recite the pledge unless they have a parent or guardian permission to opt out. Houston attorney Randall Callinan what has filed a federal lawsuit on Landry's behalf he argues that free speech protections who apply uh, also apply to silent protests school children cannot unilaterally refuse to participate in the pledge uh texas attorney general ken paxton said in a statement this week noting that texas is one of 26 states with similar pledge statutes requiring the pledge to be recited at the start of every school day as the laudable result of fostering respect for our flag and a patriotic love of our country Callinan has dismissed paxton's involvement as a political move saying he's confident his client will prevail and she will once again be able to sit for the pledge of allegiance so she had to put her 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 schooling on hold for a year that's what i'm talking about she she can't even graduate what the fuck is happening there yeah what the fuck is this shit because she won't stand for the pledge it don't matter it's like prayer in school it's also this 
there's also this fictional emotional fucking argument that these motherfuckers always have for this like traditional bullshit no reciting the school fucking song is gonna make you a better person no singing reciting the pledge of allegiance is gonna do anything for you except they're just trying to indoctrinate you with this propaganda no prayer in schools is gonna stop school shootings stop attributing like tangible results to fictional bullshit like she don't understand like what's the what's the fucking problem and in my opinion it's just me you shouldn't do you actually mean just get rid of get rid of that get rid of the pledge at the beginning of the school day who gives a fuck it is it's 10 to 15 minutes that you're taking out of announcement for everybody to stand y'all could be going on with other days things during the course of your school day right and you know who's putting it in there for republicans yeah but more importantly to me religious folks of course because i think it got under god in it yep and you know they like we can't get prayer in there we can get some god damn it they're gonna recognize that this is a god-fearing school and they want that under god in there just so people had to say it and my thing is this you could let's say you keep it as long as i'm not disturbing anybody or bothering anybody i should be able to sit there undisturbed yeah and and everything be fine and we can all keep tripping because most people are going to do it ridiculous man um a hundred for me same all right an alabama man apologizes over racist halloween decorations outside his home already ain't it that time of year though that's why i picked this story i said oh yes yeah, it's, it's about that time How about eight days in yeah but you know it's about that time we start having you know the An inappropriate the, costumes the hanging yeah. hanging people hanging signs blackface you know and yeah. now i will say this guys okay it's a little controversial i'm sorry to do it right here in this segment but i gotta tell the truth oh some of y'all be reaching with the uh being offended by the hanging people signs not all of them not all of them <laughs> but sometimes i do see a reach like i saw one where a little uh not little but a white woman had a white girl had a fucking hang man from a noose thing but like it was a it, it didn't it had no color to it like it was just hanging and it's from a ceiling fan and she put it on snapchat or something and somebody snapped a uh, screenshot it was like we about to get her get her out of school da 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 and i looked at that picture for a long time like where's the racism uh, like are we just is hanging just always like is it always offensive to everybody no matter what well, some people is they're associated with and if so team. is that enough of us or is it like because a white person did it like if it was a black person yep. doing it we'd be like oh that's scary but i'm just wondering mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. keep in mind i didn't say a word to anybody because i'm not caping for no white woman i'm not saving mm-hmm. nobody oh uh, never put my uh who you think you as timothy and uh never Mm-mm. um but uh nah it was just kind of funny that i was like mm, even this like this not hey more power to you hope you get them all but i i didn't even know that was offensive maybe because we down south you know but uh the only time i really get offended at something like hanging thing is if it's uh not halloween or if the hang- thing being hung is black those are my two rules you hang something in june yeah i'm not coming to y'all i'm not coming to your establishment 
<laughs> like what the fuck or if you hang something and it's black if it's black it's no i mean i don't give a fuck what it could be christmas i'm i'm out i'm scared yeah right because we actually was sitting someone looked up at the ceiling and seen something hanging there all yeah. all us niggas looked at each other like it's time to go right we need to we we all are going I, I forgot who recognized it but one of us recognized it everybody looked up and it was like yeah we got to go get something it, else to it, eat. Was, it was me um, okay yeah and it was like a effigy and it was a football player and it was a dummy it wasn't like they hung the jersey and uh and it looked brown i said no nah, we were going to see the the matrix reloaded part two i remember mm-hmm. and i said no i won't eat here and everybody said you right and we got up and went somewhere else we fuck should that. fuck that we was in raleigh wouldn't we mm-hmm. yep anyway uh so yeah alabama man apologizes over racist halloween decorations outside his home um and yeah they it 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 does look like a black person like this is one of those ones where i think totally justified in being like what the fuck were you doing homeboy um mark wolf was swamped with social media abuse after the photo was shared abuse oh was shared of the dummy hanging from a tree with a noose by a noose his yard also featured tombstones skeletons spider webs and limbs the post which was supposed uh, which was uploaded to facebook by alexis crumble uh crumby has now been shared more than eight thousand times trigger warning fake display of lynching crumby wrote i i i kind of need to see the signs behind this trigger warning shit and i'm not one of those like you cooks you can't handle not out of emotional toughness i'm just wondering what good does it do to say trigger warning and there's a big ass picture of a nigga getting lynched right there in like that's the it's too late it's too late like how am i how have i been trigger warned to turn back now right (laughs) it's like you showing me what you talk hey man as you're watching this let me just like it's almost like people want to say no i'm a good person it's like virtue signaling i guess in a way of i'm a good person i care about your triggers but not really because here's uh, the effigy of a nigga getting lynched uh, whatever um it's a small pet peeve i don't really care but y'all niggas know what i'm talking about we see it all the time mm-hmm. it's like you're sharing an article and the article is like rape and make rape rape and you put trigger warning rape like we it's right here it's right i see here. the picture of the video positive words trigger warning here's a cartoon of some sexual assault shit yeah no shit <laughs> trigger warning black man killed by the cops uh, you mean the autoplay video you put on your yes yes i turned all that shit off no no fucking autoplays for me nope don't yeah. want to see it it's crazy and even if you get past autoplay they got these new things with the gifts or whatever that play for articles on facebook now it's crazy okay I don't they always that. getting by somehow and then do you because you put cw first and so it'd be like well hey thanks no the fuck not now i'm like i'm i mean i get it you know what i'm saying you want to spread the word i'm not mad at anybody for it right. but it's just it's interesting how that works that that's supposed to be warning people i'm like it's not really it's, it's kind of some bullshit correct that, like unless they and build most people don't talk like that in real life if y'all having a conversation trigger warning when i'm about to go in this people don't talk like that you know what they need is to build it into the platform itself correct because there's no real way that a human being can navigate these platforms and do that really on a consistent basis Mm -mm. but if you built it into the platform itself so that it would be like facebook shows the warning 
before you can click to see what the fuck it is right twitter shows the warning and then it shows the video if you decide okay i've been warned i have prepared my mind to see this thing versus you just randomly scrolling and like what the fuck is this yeah so i wonder you know but maybe they've already done all the work and research behind this and realized that they can they just probably opted not to right and i'm not even gonna just say opted not to they may have also realized people full of shit correct because sometimes people say they like certain shit and they really don't like oh i if i had this i would do blank and you're like okay here's this tool i'm not using it for that you know so maybe uh, mm. then you know people be making jokes about it and shit trigger warning my titties or whatever <laughs> you know. uh nancy shared a memory uh trigger warning fake display of lynching a friend of mine was driving through homewood alabama today that just sounds racist and witnessed a sickening display in the front lawn of a home the owner of this display has refused to take it down i'm encouraging everyone to share this post until birmingham news outlets covers this i'm not encouraging violence nor harassing on this homeowner let's not meet bigotry at eye level but also let's publicly condemn acts of racism in our beloved neighborhoods the post has received more than 1500 comments most of which are negative towards wolf uh this person should be charged with trying to start an inside a ride this is a racism at its best people in the neighborhood should be on guard another person wrote you got to be a sick person to make a mockery of such a heinous act that took so many innocent lives due to bigotry and innocent uh, ignorance wbrc reached out to wolf to hear his side of the story he has now taken the decoration down to apologize put it out so people could walk up and say it's scary or get scared by a jumping spider wolf said you know if you're having fun you're not hurting anybody wolf said he did not view the dummy as a black man but as a burned white man he (laughs) hold up but why the clothes ain't burned then hold up (laughs) hold up now (laughs) he got burned but his clothes his his shirt still fresh and white get fuck out of here man Uh, the shirt is uh, wasn't fire resistant (laughs) oh man that's a good one. Oh man Woo. oh man when you just don't give a fuck huh you just <laughs> you just gonna you just gonna say it right in front of my face <laughs> hey man look. right in front of my salad right he really was like hey we just out there having fun you know what i'm saying we just play the game the way you play is play you know what i'm saying you like mix it up a little bit you know i didn't really see hey jumping spider uh, uh 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 you know a ghost and a, a burn a black body i mean what's the difference it's all scary to me it's all scary do i see it that way racially offensive now sure if other people see it that way then i'll see it that way i don't see it that way but i can respect that people see it that way in hindsight when i have hung it what do i know now no their son was reportedly playing in the front yard when someone pulled up to take photos after complaining about the decoration the 11 year old removed it from the tree and laid it next to the coffin display so the 11 year old the real hero of this story sound like was like mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. somebody was like hey boy you live at this racist house he said why you say that because y'all hanging that black man he's like what what that hold baby up. was like get this shit down hold up black panther my favorite movie right nobody told me <laughs> i didn't know Mm, that baby went out there was like fuck this bullshit and took that down fuck out of my face man (sighs) the the caucasity to try to pass that one off (laughs) the caucasity i mean if y'all say it's racist then i guess it's racist i mean i don't see it as racist but some people see it as racist so i guess i'll take down but the baby knew to take it down though right 
<laughs> the kid was like man kick this shit down maybe try to play that football tag of that shit get this down i mean trying to play transformers and you fucking you got me out here looking like a i know like got, a, got it all right right got his friends cussing him out on Fortnite. nah nigga i'm not i just want to have fun right anyway a hundred for me you Zing. oh my god what an idiot um all right let's play some guess the race guys um now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time my bad i fucked up that's right it's time for guess the race the, the number one game going across all podcasts we read and play news arguments from all over the globe and i asked we asked the contestants to guess the race in the chat room and can't play along and they are all racist mm-hmm. <sighs> i got caught up trying to multitask and fucked up the lyrics oh no problem hooker oh shit cop i robbed was just a trick you know, normally these stories start the other way. Police. Yeah, they do. Prostitute was involved in stealing. Uh, to the rest of the world, Ali Shepard is a proud NYPD police officer. But the prostitute, but the prostitute, Taquana Lawton, he was just a trick. Brooklyn prosecutors say. We are guessing the race of the prosecutor, not the police officer. Okay. Lawton, 20, did not shy away from her business relationship with the 13 year new york police department veteran late thursday as she was arraigned for stealing the cops jeep and gun when he ran out to an atm so he could pay for her services she also alluded that she and shepherd may have done business before at the police station the defendant asserted that she and the complaint knew each other and that the complaint was a trick assistant district attorney taziana langsom said as judge abina darke uh ordered lawton held on twenty five thousand dollars bail the defendant and the complaint are acquaintances lawton is charged with grand larceny for swiping shepherds idling jeep wrangler at the corner of liberty ave and sackman street in brownville shortly after midnight tuesday shepherd had just picked up lawton and was about to take her to an east new york hotel where he pulled over for some to get some cash from a corner atm as he put in his pin code lawton slipped behind the wheel and sped off so he left the prostitute in his running car <sighs> shepherd left the keys in the ignition when the complainant returned to the vehicle the defendant and the vehicle were no longer there the off-duty cop service pistol was inside the jeep and hadn't been hadn't been recovered as a friday oh she sold that you know she did that that, that gun is going to be used in a murder soon cops found lawton in the stolen suv in far rockaway early wednesday morning a second woman was in the jeep with her along with a ziploc bag of crystal meth oh yeah 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 that that gun long gone the working right that's the gun that's how they got the, the meth the working girl was taken to the hospital for a checkup thursday they smoked night that gun right we smoked the nine uh for a checkup thursday night after she told police that she was pregnant what cradling an apparent baby bump and sporting a cheetah print spaghetti strap top lawton said very little as she was charged with grand larceny and drug possession she was also accused of violating a probation after being released on a stolen property charge in nassau county lawton is on probation until 2023 prosecutor said man he was gonna have i wonder if it's his baby who knows you know he's gonna have sex with that pregnant prostitute uh her attorney paul giovanniello 
said lawton was has mental health and substance abuse issues and the full story of what happened between her and shepherd has not been told we're not here to litigate this case i'll leave that to the grand jury when he was arrested lawton claimed another one was in the jeep in preparation for a possible threesome with shepherd but none of the police reports filed by shepherd indicate that the second one was involved well you gotta believe the police especially when they're trying to pick up prostitutes uh sources with knowledge of the case said shepherd has been suspended without pay for 30 days is facing disciplinary charges for getting caught guess the race of uh taquana lawton black all right let's see what the rest of you tricks in the chat room think uh, uh, the him john uh that's that's one thing they do call tricks john sometimes mm-hmm. uh black coons are popping hookers on the point part two black taquana strolls to the whole for the soul of working that pole uh, <laughs> jazz playing in the background I always was smooth was, was uh, doing the midnight storm voice uh, black and black the correct answer is black So the crystal meth didn't throw anybody off know that name i figured uh, the woman she picked up brought the crystal meth and that must have been a white woman of course and the thing is you can tell i'm uncultured because i always thought because when they used to uh, uh call i guess tricks johns i used to be like everybody can't be named a john <laughs> i was so confused and and you're so brave to tell people that Mm-hmm. i am because yeah. i did not know i was like everybody named john i don't understand this how you know his name is john that also not named trick uh springfield man arrested after posting a facebook video about how to remove an ankle monitor oh okay a springfield man is in jail after authorities say he filmed himself using a butter knife and a screwdriver to remove an ankle monitor and then posted the video to facebook wow well, definitely don't want to leave any mysteries the july video referenced by investigators is still posted on what appears to be the facebook page of dustin w burns 33 court records show burns pleaded guilty to violating a restraining order earlier this year and was placed on probation this is how you take an ankle bracelet off says a voice on the video without breaking the circuit a man in the video can be seen with his pants leg rolled up he sticks a butter knife in and out of the device before grabbing a utility tool to unscrew part of it the man advises viewers to remove the ankle monitor without damaging it, thus avoiding thousands of dollars in fines. The video ends with the man fully removing the bracelet, holding it up to the camera. Authorities apparently believe this man is Burns. In subsequent posts, Facebook account references trips to Utah, Boise, Idaho, and Oregon, which I'm sure are all out of the country. I mean, out of the state. Right. In August, the Facebook account posted a video of a man who looks like Burns walking through what appears to be a large marijuana firm uh, farm with the caption dream come true did he did he post his location on on, on facebook and instagram and snapchat he, his location he, he made a uh one of those custom locations called violating my parole just checked he, in at he violating was yelping. My, i just checked in at violating my parole i just checked i just checked in on yep at the marijuana shop four stars for my parole officer bang up job uh court records show several probation violations were filed this summer against burns and a warrant for his arrest was issued online jail records show burns has been in green county jail since august 28th or has he maybe you're just tracking the bracelet 
come on burns is charged this week with tampering with electronic monitoring equipment a felony damn uh he does have not have an attorney listing the online court records guess the race of dustin burns black Let's check the chat room and see what they believe dustin burns race is do it yourself bob the builder white white canna burns what is canna burns is that white or i don't mm-hmm. understand uh if this was quite foolish and <laughs> and he's in one piece white white someday i will use my powers for good white the correct mm-hmm. answer is what'd you say Kay? no i was about to say i was gonna change my answer to white because dustin's about like the one of them tanner names <laughs> is that you so are you changing it yes all right the correct answer is and now everyone got it white that's that's a common white name he really was like fuck it hey y'all here's how to violate parole oh Uh, easy tutorial right you were bold enough to do that and then you fucking traveling and marking where you are too like you just sitting there what's up y'all it's your boy what's going on on facebook on my youtube channel what's going on facebook live it's your boy dustin write your comments below and like and don't forget to subscribe aka where in the world is dustin san diego um (laughs) all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two with a last second save i know right but will she be able to go three for three let's see police use fitbit data to arrest a man 90 and killing him for his stepdaughter oh shit fit yeah fitbit do tell well yeah committing murder at 90 is so late to get in the game come on and yeah and you that old using the fitbit feel like murder's a young man game what do i know san jose police used data from a fitbit device in the case against a 90 year old man who's accused of murdering his stepdaughter and staging her death to make it look like suicide officer found karen navarro 67 dead at her home september 13th after a co-worker checked on her when she didn't arrive to work the report said navarro was found slouched in her chair <clears throat> with a kitchen knife in her hand appearing as if she killed herself during an interview with police 90 year old anthony aiello aiello navarro's stepfather said he visited navarro to bring her some pizza only staying for 15 minutes but police say the video evidence later showed aiello's car was at navarro's house for a longer period of time and data from her fitbit approximates she might have died when she might have died oh that's right because the thing of, i i have a fitbit thing about your fitbit unlike the apple watch it constantly monitors your heart rate and your movement and all that stuff right uh the police statement said the data from the device which includes heart monitoring technology showed a significant spike in her heart rate followed by a rapid slowdown all right aiello was arrested september 25th in san jose and is facing a murder charge this is not the first time fitbit data has assisted law enforcement in criminal cases um guess the race of mr anthony aiello anthony was white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe his race was uh old man strength white 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 uh rip red wrinkled white Mm -mm -mm. white 
and i italian mob boss white cosby's white cellmate says june they gonna throw a chicken upside that nigga's head the correct answer is (laughs) white he was white you're 90 and you felt somebody had to absolutely go off this planet before you did good grief okay so he didn't have a fitbit which actually makes more sense yeah she had the fitbit right because i was like he 90 with a fitbit i thought was he doing his location you know because now they got him with a gps and shit you know he don't know how to operate no fitbit right that's why it didn't make sense barely knows how to murder a person all right let's Uh, go to uh, sore ratchetness me bringing a pizza apparently apparently so bringing a pizza means killing somebody these days mm-hmm. say euphemism uh a man has been arrested after he broke into a scottsdale apartment with a sword and threatened two women uh scottsdale police report that on se- report that on september 8th 65 year old james ray applegate went to an apartment his girlfriend was at near hayden and thomas rose he was reportedly standing outside the apartment listening to his girlfriend and two other women through a window damn kind of i saw you walking through the in the rain ass nigga is this ah, ha, ha. What kind of shit is that ah, ha, ha. jesus christ you stalkery ass abusive motherfucker he walked away when the women discovered him there his girlfriend had left when he returned to the home according to the court documents he kicked the door and when the women opened it applegate entered the home holding a large sword over his head he threatened to kill the women who then called the police he fled from the home and was found at his mother's house about two hours later men are fucking scary police say that timberland shoes he was wearing matched the shoe imprint on the apartment door um applegate allegedly has a long history of violence and drug activity he's been charged with burglary what did he steal i don't know but i don't got no kids but nigga you show up in my house with a sword you ain't getting in right damn you my baby or not what you the big bad wolf no i'm not opening the door Mm-mm. not by the hair on my chinny chin chin no because i might be your next victim baby we'll be back tomorrow with jl Covan, john louis Covan, uh at uh 6 p.m eastern standard time i believe uh live on crowdcast uh discussing his new album thoughts and prayers and his new podcast make making america making podcast great again yes i fucking love that podcast it's ridiculous it's so it is fucking ridiculous uh at any rate man uh we'll talk to y'all then um tomorrow also will be me and justin doing uh balls deep early this week because he's gonna be out of town the rest of the week so get your feedback in for that stuff and uh the email will go out tonight all right that's it uh until tomorrow I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.